Warning. The following podcast contents material that could be deemed offensive. You'll hear explicit language, jokes in poor taste and overall crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Well, maybe he just has manners. Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Hanging with D's, episode 31, coming to you on a Sunday afternoon. What a beautiful uh, Sunday it is. Yeah, yes, yes it is. I am your host, D's, and of course that is Dylan with me. And just wrapped up the early games and uh, the 3 o'clock games are well underway. And it is a good day for us. A couple of uh, really interesting things happened, if you're a Steelers fan anyway. And I'm just trying to find it here, but uh, how many wins is that again? A ten! A ten! A fucking ten! <laughs> That's right, Billy Bob. Ten in a row now for the still undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers, getting a uh, 27-3 to win over Jacksonville. Started off kind of slow, mm-hmm. but we're used to that. Um, uh, look, I wish I knew what the formula was and why the hell we come out seemingly sluggish out of the gate um even when it was 17 to 3 it didn't feel yeah. like it was 17 to 3 uh but then the defense did what the defense does they they pressured the quarterback got four interceptions two by Trey Edmonds two by uh Minka um the one by Minka on a tip pass almost went god what 95 yards um but he was wrestled down by the uh the Running back, who is kind of a local guy, yeah, went to the college here where we're at. <clears throat> Robinson, I believe, is this James Robinson. James Robinson, yeah, from Illinois State. Um, but offensively, I mean, Jacksonville had a couple of, of series here and there, and and the, of course they had the one drive where they actually went down and threatened and ended up throwing that pick. Um, but other than that, they were pretty much never really in the game. Right. Um, yeah. couldn't get anything going. And uh, like I said, T.J. Watt, Bud Dupree, and, and that defensive line, Tuitt and, and Cam Hayward both, it seemed like they were in uh, Luton's face all game long. Um, just love to see it. Uh, we did get a little banged up. Uh, Hayden left the game, and uh, Juju left the game, although every th- indication that I saw was that had it been a different uh, situation, different game, whatever, both of them probably could have gutted it mm-hmm. out. I think it was more of a precautionary thing, given that we've got a short turnaround and we get to play the Ravens uh, Thursday night, Thanksgiving night. Right. Speaking and, of which, how did they do? And that's the other good news of the day. The Ravens uh, got up, what, two scores at one point? Yeah. 20, mm-hmm. 21-10, basically. Yeah. Or 21-9, whatever. I think it was 10. Uh, but anyway, Tennessee storms back, takes the lead. And then Baltimore does manage to drive down and get a field goal. It goes to overtime. 
and they're driving down. Looks like they're trying to get in field goal range, and Derrick Henry says, nah, fuck that. I'm just going to go ahead and head on to the house. Right. And ends the game on, what was that, about a 30, 35-yard touchdown yeah. run? And uh, so, yeah, Tennessee comes away with a big win there. That puts them at seven and three and drops Jacks or Baltimore now to six and four. Four games as far as the standings go behind Pittsburgh, but it might as well be five because we've got one game coming up, or, or we've already won one game. And so that makes this Thursday night game really kind of a do or die for Baltimore. Yeah. I mean, if they drop to six and five, and of course, we'll be 11 and 0. Not only are, I mean, let's be honest, they're probably out of the division race now. Yeah. Unless, God forbid, massive injury bug or, say, or something oh, would hit. But, yeah. I mean, that's, to me, that's the only way uh, Pittsburgh doesn't win the division is if there's just absolute, like, 49er style decimation of the roster. Um, but, uh, bottom line is, if they lose this game to Pittsburgh on Thursday night, their playoff lives are in grave danger. I mean, uh, they've got, of course, Tennessee. You've got the Colts, although Baltimore does have Colt or the uh, tiebreaker on the Colts. Mm-hmm. But who knows what's going to happen as far as the records go. Cleveland is right there. They won today against the Eagles. Carson Wentz, again, not looking good. Nope. Uh, I believe he had a pick six. And they just uh, – the weather was kind of shitty in Cleveland, but – didn't really seem to, to bother the Browns all that much. And Eagles just, it appeared they couldn't get anything going. And they ended up dropping that game. Uh, so what, they're like 3-7-1 and one right now? Yeah. Yeah, 3-6-1. and one. Oh, okay. Yeah, 3-6-1. and one. Uh, Giants, I believe, are off today, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they're on a bye. Yeah, so <laughs> Eagles are still in first place, but, I mean, come on. Three, six, and one, and you're sitting in first place. Although, X, yeah, they are still barely clinging now, basically a half a game in in front of Washington, Mm -hmm. who won 20 to nine over the Bengals. And if you're living under a rock, Joe Burrow got destroyed, uh, carted off, looked like a rather serious left knee injury. Um, they, of course, it's too early for them to say exactly what it is, but Burrow has already gotten on Twitter and basically said, you know, see, see you next year. year. And he, he realizes that it, he's done. Um, quickly wrapping up uh, other games, news and notes of the day. We've got, uh, obviously, we talked about Washington beat the Bengals 20-9. Falcons had an early lead, nine to three against the Saints, and then the they did Falcons things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Falcons gonna Falcon, and they didn't score again the rest of the game. Taysom Hill actually had a pretty solid game. Uh, it was really kind of up in the air as to whether or not he would start over Jameis Winston. I think early on in the week, everybody just kind of assumed it was going to be Jameis Winston, right? And I think we found out about Wednesday, maybe. Wednesday or Thursday, uh, that, yeah, it was, in fact, going to be Taysom Hill, and he came in and played pretty well. Uh, 18 to 23, 233 yards. He also had 10 carries for 51 and two touchdowns. Uh, Mike Thomas had a solid game. I know Emmanuel Sanders had a a couple of big catches there, but the Saints went 24 to 9. So 
they they lived to to see another day in first place, sitting at eight and two now with Tampa kind of breathing down their neck as well. Um, but we already know they've got that two game edge where they swept them. So, um, but yeah, they're going to have to keep winning with with backups. Breeze, as of now, we uh, we talked the last last time we were on, we only knew of five fractured ribs for Drew, and it turns out he's got eleven. How the hell do you break eleven ribs? That's getting old, man. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, osteoporosis uh, or something, right? Uh, and Breeze seems to think that he'll be back in a couple of weeks. Uh, I mean, I don't know. He played a whole week with with some fractured ribs, so maybe he's just one of those tough motherfuckers that's got a high pain tolerance. But I gotta think you gotta err in the side of caution because that's how you punctured your goddamn lung, right? So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, Panthers shut out the Lions 20 to nothing. Um, P.J. Walker, who was a XFL star yeah. this uh, past summer, comes in and, and throws for 258 and a touch. Mike Davis had a, a decent game in place of the yet again and still injured Christian, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Uh, DJ Moore had a good game, and it looks like the Lions forgot that they were playing today. Did you hear the backstory on how P.J. Walker even got to the XFL? Uh, no. Well, I guess when he got drafted, he was drafted by the Colts, and he was on the practice squad when Andrew Luck was there. Who did he play college ball for? I do not know that. Okay. Um, but when the XFL was starting, Oliver Luck, Andrew's father, was the commissioner, and Andrew made a phone call and said, hey, you might want to take a look at this kid, P.J. Walker. I think he'd be really good for you guys. And granted, we had a short XFL season because COVID kind of killed it, and hopefully Dwayne Johnson can bring it back. But, um, yeah, he looked great in the XFL and was kind of a fan favorite. And great to see, you know, out of football. And then he's is, back. is that Andrew Luck trying to hook his old man up, or is that Andrew Luck going, I don't want this guy to take my job? This was when he retired. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're right. Timeline doesn't work that way. Uh, All right. Uh, Patriots. Who are they? I don't know. I mean. They beat Baltimore, so I Yes, they did, and kudos to that. But then they turn around and they drop one to to the Texans today, 27 to 20. I, I, I don't get it. No. I mean, they just they are a different team from week to week. Cam Newton had a solid game, uh, went over 300 yards passing, but uh, Deshaun Watson just had a better game and got the win. So Texans sitting at three and seven, Patriots sitting at four and six, and for all intents and purposes, that pretty much takes the Patriots out of the playoffs. I think. Yeah, I'd say I mean so. they they They'd were have to go on a run. They were clinging to a tiniest of threads anyway in my opinion with the way the AFC is shaping out um, but yeah I, I gotta think that that sixth loss right now is uh, probably gonna do him in uh, you know it could turn around because look Browns could Brown at any time right. um, Colts I'm still not 100% sold on yet they got a tough one right now against the Packers. Too. Yeah, Dolphins, I'm still not 100% sold on yet. Their defense I am, but, uh, yeah, that's still they got a rookie quarterback and, and not much help around him. So 
we'll, we'll see how it shakes out. Uh, game's going on right now. Uh, just looking across the board, the you know the Dolphins and the Broncos tied at seven, uh, about close to the end of the first. We got the Chargers and the Jets. Chargers are up fourteen to six. Uh, Packers up early on the Colts seven to nothing, and the the Cowboys are up six zero on the Vikings. Mm. Uh, let's see what else do we have? What's the night game? Oh, tonight Chiefs and Raiders. Could be a good one. Could be, yeah. Uh, depending on, again, which which Raider team shows up. I mean, they've already beaten the Chiefs once. Uh, Raiders are dealing with some COVID issues right now, so I don't know what their roster looks like. And i got to imagine that Andy Reid's going to have the Chiefs fired up for a little revenge. And they're also coming off a bye, and Andy Reid is historically great off a bye. So I, I didn't bet that game, but... Chiefs minus seven and a half. I would probably take that bet, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it is in Vegas, but again, in this season, that doesn't really seem to matter a whole lot. No. Um, Thursday night game, uh, Cardinals-Seahawks. Um, I'm not jumping off the bandwagon because, you know, Seahawks are a good team. Mm-hmm. And the Cardinals had a chance uh, late in the game, just couldn't quite finish that last drive. Uh, Kyler Murray still had a pretty solid game, but yeah, Seahawks hang on 28, 21 and jump back into the driver's seat in the NFC West. And then Monday night, we've got the, uh, Rams and bucks. That's kind of a tough one to call. I mean, I, I gotta think the bucks, my, my gut tells me the bucks. Yeah. But the Rams are, are another one of those teams that you don't know which team's going to show up. Right. If if the team that shows up that has won some really tough games, then it could go. But we've also seen the Rams come and just completely shit the bed. But my pick there would be the Bucks. I think. Yeah, I'd have to go that way, too. I mean, Jalen Ramsey can't guard Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown and Gronk. So. Right. Uh couple other notes we had like i said we talked about burrow he's going to be gone for the year uh tiger yeah tight titans leading tackler uh the linebacker brown he got hurt had to leave the game patriots running back rex burkhead was carted off um so yeah we'll uh kind of see what happens with those guys over the rest of the week uh just jumping back to yesterday do we have to college you won in triple overtime against Rutgers. That's uh, basically a loss. I, yeah, I saw your comment, and yeah. So I, I guess I don't need to ask how you're feeling about it. I mean. I'm pretty pissed. Yeah? Yeah, as you can imagine. Uh, I mean, well, I'm, I'm in the same boat, though. I mean, if the Ohio State job or Ohio State game can save his job, I don't like the chances or the odds of that. So I don't know. Maybe, I mean, maybe you try and steal Tom Allen away from Indiana, who his team looked pretty good against Ohio State. Yeah, that was really, really the, the marquee matchup of the week was Indiana-Ohio State. And Indiana gave them all they wanted, um, just came up a little short in the fourth quarter. Uh, they went into that fourth quarter down 21, and they did manage to score twice, but just couldn't couldn't get that last score at the end. So Ohio State wins at 42-35. And... Florida hang they won thirty eight seventeen over Vandy. 
Um, what did I say about UCF? That's one of those teams. They gave Cincinnati all they wanted, mm-hmm. uh, 36 to 33. So don't think much is going to change in the top 10 with the exception of Wisconsin, who dropped uh, 17-7 to Northwestern. Yeah. So they're they're obviously going to fall out, and with their lack of games, I would say it's probably fair to say that they're done. Yeah, they're not making the, the, the Their chances are no. pretty much over. Um, Oregon, big win over UCLA, and I believe in the new rankings, Oregon cracked the top 10. Mm. If I'm not mistaken. Might as well just pull that up then. But uh, I saw a tweet about it. Uh, yes, number nine, Oregon jumps in. Well, in the AP, Oregon's number nine. In the coaches' poll, uh, they're only at 11. So right now we're sitting at Alabama, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Clemson are your top four. And then you've got Texas A&M and Florida, two more SEC schools, Cincinnati, BYU, and Oregon. I would probably venture to say you can pretty much cut the cut the line off at Florida. As far as teams that that are gonna that that have a legit, I mean, granted, we still got a couple two or three weeks left in in the season, I believe, uh, maybe a little more than that. I mean, but very good chance that Cincinnati and BYU went out though. True, but where do you see losses coming in the? Where do you see four teams dropping out though? Yeah, that's a very good point. I I don't. Even if look, even if Alabama, let's say they win out and then lose the SEC title game, yeah. depending on how they lose that game, they they're still probably going to be in the playoff. Yeah, probably. Like if they're number one, and let's say it's for Texas A and M or Florida, although I I don't see how it could really be Florida because they lost to Texas A and M. I'm going to have to look into how the SEC is actually doing it this year, but I. Let's just say, for the sake of argument, it's Texas A&M, and Texas A&M beats them. Mm. Obviously, you got to put Texas A&M up in there, right? And I don't think Alabama is going to drop out to number five. You know what I mean? Nah, I, I think they're true. still going to be in one of those top four spots. Um, now, granted, there's still we got Notre Dame, Ohio State, and Clemson still in the mix as well. Uh, I don't know without going through their schedules i don't see either one of those teams if any of those teams are going to lose i would say notre dame probably has the toughest remaining opponents left just just guessing because of who the the conference that they're playing in this year um but i don't i don't see any of those teams dropping any games yeah you're probably right so at this point it's going to be well, it's you, I. It's probably going to be the top four that you're looking at right now, right? Um, unless a team from the SEC beats Alabama and looks really, really good doing it, in order to really shake up that top four. Yeah. Um, and when is the Ohio State Michigan game? Two weeks? No, I mean it's traditionally it would be this upcoming weekend, but. Um, what's the, it's still, I think it is the last game of the year. So they're two and three. That's five, three weeks. Okay. December 12th. Yeah. So yeah. Ohio state has Illinois win Michigan state win Michigan. Go ahead. Say I'm not, no, I don't want to. They know know, that's a win too. uh, Yeah. 
I, I, I just I can't. So, yeah, Ohio State's probably not going to lose. Notre Dame still has. They also have the Big Ten title game, though. True. I mean, that could be a rematch, a rematch against Indiana. Um, probably not Wisconsin since they missed too many games. At Northwestern, maybe. I. Nor yeah, maybe. But again, Northwestern at barring, depending on what happens in the course of the next couple of weeks, I doubt Northwestern is going to climb up far enough no, but to get they, into the playoff. But they could spoil it for Ohio yeah, State. spoil it for Ohio State. Uh, Notre Dame has. UNC, Syracuse, and Wake Forest. So I I don't see them losing no. any of those games. But they have the ACC title a- game. ACC title game, which would if probably uh, going to be a rematch, right against, against Clemson. Clemson. So although Miami is right there as well, so um we looked at Ohio State. Let's look at Clemson. Clemson has FSU, which was. Postponed? Is that one that they are? That's one from earlier in the season, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So they got FSU, Pitt, and then Virginia Tech. Again, uh, Pittsburgh sitting at four and four. Florida State is so bad. I have to scroll down. Uh, yeah, Florida State's one and six, and Virginia Tech is four and four as well. Oh, I just said Virginia Tech, didn't I? No. Oh, Pitt. Does. Yeah, Pitt and Virginia Tech are both four and four. So, uh, in the conference, I should say. So, yeah, I don't see Clemson dropping one, barring major injury. So that just leaves Alabama. They got Auburn. Has, yeah, Auburn, which should be, you know, could be, I guess I should say, uh, a tough game. Um, they still got to play LSU at some point, but I just LSU just doesn't have it this no. year. And then they got Arkansas. So, again, I, I don't see Alabama losing. So, it's all basically going to come down to these conference championship games the way it uh, Auburn is, does. True, true, but Auburn is ranked, and it is the Iron Bowl. You never know. You know what I mean? Which reminds me. Okay. A few weeks ago, we had a discussion mm-hmm. about the college rivalries. Mm-hmm. And you refused to budge. Right. On the Ohio State, Michigan mm-hmm. versus Alabama Auburn, mm-hmm. Jake brought up a very interesting point. Okay, has anybody ever killed a number of trees <laughs> in the name of their school in that rivalry? No, they have not. They have not. They have not. Advantage Iron Bowl. Yeah, very good point. As soon as he said that to me, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna have to mention that because yeah. Uh, if any of you are listening and don't know what we're talking about, it was what? 10 years ago. 10 plus. years ago or so. Diehard Auburn fan? Nope. Alabama, Alabama fan. Yeah, because Auburn has this. Tumor's like, Corner. Yeah, Tumor's Corner. It's this uh, basically road on campus that is surrounded by these old trees. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what kind they are, but I don't know. they've literally been there for decades. And this pissed off Alabama fan basically poisoned the trees and, and killed them. Yeah. And ended up calling into a radio show mm-hmm. and admitting it and thus went to prison. Yeah. 
and I believe is still in prison, if I'm not mistaken. I don't remember how long he, he might be out by now. I, I, he didn't get much time. Okay. But yeah. But he's, yeah. He's uh, in that documentary I told you about last roll week. Roll Tide. All, all in the name of a college football rivalry. So there you go. Uh, another thing, I, I don't know if he was joking or if he was actually making a prediction, but, and I know it'll never happen, mm-hmm. but Jake threw this idea at me. Okay. New Michigan coach. Okay. Urban Meyer. No. But would you take him? Yeah. In in a fucking heartbeat, I would yeah, imagine, right? Yeah. Totally. I, but but no. But yeah, it won't happen because he went to fucking Ohio State. I mean He still refuses to call them Michigan on their pregame on Fox. So, really? Yeah. So no, that's well isn't happened. is he no longer the athletic director? Or is, he was never the athletic director. I no. thought I read Somewhere where he was, Ohio State's. No, oh. he's working for Fox. He's like I said, doing their pregame, gotcha. and and doing a very good job at it, which makes sense. Great coach, but does a very good job of explaining shit in a way that's palatable. Yeah, he sent me that, and my first my gut reaction was, "There's no fucking chance." No way. No way. I think t- Tom Allen's a possibility. I mean, if you can steal him from Indiana, like, hey, you competed with. Il- Ohio State already. You want to come to Michigan where you'll have better recruits and facilities and whatnot and yeah, really compete with them? I don't know. It's a possibility. All right. Um, the other big story that we didn't really talk about NFL-wise was uh, Alex Smith finally gets that win in, in his comeback bid. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, granted, it was against the, the Bengals without Joe Burrow because the Bengals were winning that game Yeah. at, at that point. Even even with the hit that Chase Young put on Burrow that, that you showed me, that was brutal. At the goal line, yeah, yeah. that was great. Yeah, Bur- Burrow was scrambling, looked like he was going to go in for an easy touchdown, and Chase Young looked like he was shot out of a cannon and just destroyed Burrow at, like, the two-yard line. And then I, it had to have been maybe one or two possessions later is when Burrow got hurt because the Bengals were winning uh, at that point, and then – the wheels came off, and and Washington comes back, gets the dub. You think Alex Smith was probably having like a Vietnam style flashbacks, seeing fucking oh, Burrow hey, get right? carted out. Talk like, about some P- PTSD, right? Yeah, I, I think I might be a little reluctant to. Uh, what is it about FedEx Field too and serious leg injuries? You had Alex Smith, Kyle Allen, Joe Burrow now, like RG three too, like. It, yeah, it's like this um, stadium's to think. haunted. Theismann, I believe, was in New York. That was way. That was way. It was before. I uh, just but city though. It was in New York. Yeah. Yeah, but that was uh, that was New York Monday Night Football. As a matter of fact, um, yeah, that's just it's a bad place to be if you're Fair a quarterback, enough. I guess. Yeah, maybe it's put on like an old ancient Indian burial ground. Right. Or right. Another way to disrespect them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. With the, talk about fucking irony. Right. Uh, just glancing through, uh, see if we got any kind of updates. Looks like Charter's now up twenty-one to six on the Jets. Although that just changed. Thanks, ESPN. They're gonna know who wins by the time they. Yeah, true. This, so. Just seeing if there's anything newsworthy. Vikings did jump up on the Cowboys seven to six. So shit, there was something I was gonna talk to you about. What was it? I don't know. Okay, I remember. Okay, go ahead. All right. Um. Wonder Woman coming out on Christmas Day. Is it? 
You didn't hear about that? No. Yeah, it's going to be out in theaters, and it's also going to debut on HBO Max. Okay. I mean, K. That's good news. Did you not like the first one? Yeah, I did. I don't know. It's a period piece, so. Well, yeah, it's 84, so yeah. Um, I've re- I read a leaked script. It's been months ago. Mm-hmm. And... Just judging by the trailer that I saw, it looks like the script was legit. Pretty, pretty yeah, pretty legit. And this, that, nothing I read in the in the script synopsis jumped out as me and told me it was going to be a good movie. Okay, I mean it's, it's me. it, it also may have been the original script and it got rewritten. I mean, you, what? I'm telling you to keep talking. Oh, okay. I thought you were t- telling me to wrap it up, motherfucker. Like, goddamn, I just started Yo, talking. Wrap it up, V. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited. I mean, I really like the first one, and Gal Gadot's really good as Wonder Woman, and it, it, I find it kind of odd that they're bringing Chris Pine back. I mean, I don't know how that's going to be explained, but I'm sure there'll be an explanation for it. And it, and it is. If it's again, if it's the one that I read, mm-hmm. it's explained. Well, I mean, sure, there's some explanation poorly. But it's explained, right? Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, Chris, Kristen Wiig playing a super villain is going to be interesting. Weird. Too. That's that yeah. one. I reserve judgment until I see it, right? Um, but yeah, just thinking of her and thinking of her in that role, it, it's kind of hard to wrap my head around. Right? Who would have thought Steve Carell is like a terrifying, like creepy psychopath and fox catcher either so well or, or i mean heath ledger well that's different because he was he was always a dramatic actor i mean it wasn't like not really how he was in 10 things i hate about you or whatever it was he was okay, in that's uh, one movie but still w- what dramatic roles other than the brokeback mountain yeah that one <laughs> i was trying to think of something funny but... i mean it's a uh, what was the other one? He was in the Patriot, which, but he there was still, go. again, but he was still young and aloof. And when he was announced as a Joker, you're gonna sit there and tell me, "Oh, that was a great choice," because you're a fucking liar if you do. No, no, I agree. We've okay. discussed this. Yes, yeah. because I mean, it's not fair. It's like the dude from Brokeback Mountain, as stupid as that is, but yeah, I mean, the the point being, same kind of feeling when you think of Kristen Wiig playing a supervillain, right? Okay. I, I so it's like, uh, really? But then you think, oh, okay, give it a shot. Kind of like the way that I'm going into Batman. Or, I'm sorry, the Batman. Right. With fucking fairy dust vam- <laughs> vampire boy. But I'm That gonna, trailer looks fucking dope, though. It does. I, I'm yeah. going to give him a shot. Uh, I don't like the, the one little emo fucking view of him yeah, with the eyeshadow and everything. But, yeah. Uh, but I'm gonna give him, you know, give him a fair shake, and we'll see what happens. All right. Um, what else did you have? Anything? Um, you still liking 2K? Yeah, I mean, there's some issues. Um, they and I don't know if they're gonna get them fixed or not. For online play in the park right now, it's virtually unplayable. I don't know what. It, so they made this big city I told you about. Mm-hmm. I heard it's too big, too. It, it is too big, and they only allow 100 people in it. Mm-hmm. So finding, you know, like when you get into the city, 
there's only a hundred people in the whole city and there's four parks mm-hmm. and four affiliations. So typically, I mean, that's enough like to fill one park, not four. Mm-hmm. So there's always one park that'll be kind of jumping mm-hmm. and then one park that'll be half ass and then nobody in the other two parks. Mm-hmm. So until they figure out how to get more people in these parks and, and it's it's hard to get games. Hmm. Other thing they got it going against it is, uh, you you're, you're you have an affiliation, mm-hmm. and if you play park games in your park, mm-hmm. you get the your rep is what's considered normal, oh. which is really low compared to previous versions of the game, which sucks. But if you let's say you jump on, and you're not in the affiliation that I'm in, which is a piece of beasts of the East. And let's say you're a, a North side Knight. Mm-hmm. Well, if we want to play together, mm-hmm. one of us has to only get half of the rep. Oh, that's shitty. Because if I come to your park and play, I get half rep. So in other words, you only get your true rep. If you play in your park, which is fucking stupid. That is stupid. But the biggest problem is, is the, as the games are going on, there's different camera modes, camera angles. Everybody plays in what's called the 2K camera, which is always behind you. Mm-hmm. So if you're on offense, you're trying to score. If you're on defense, you you know you're trying to stop it. Everything is always the camera is always behind you. Well, in that camera mode. And it depends whether you're on the home side or the away side. Mm-hmm. One side or the other, the choppiness is, I mean, headache-causing, seizure-possibility, choppy frame rate. Mm. I, I mean, it's bad. Some, it, it's, sometimes it's worse than others, but, I mean, you're literally out there just guessing. And then... So let's say, yeah, let's say it's choppy for you on defense and you're you're trying to do your best. Then as soon as you get the ball and that camera rotates around, mm-hmm. it's fine. It's absolutely fine. So you just basically got to hope that you end up on the side where you have the good camera on offense so that you can at least shoot. Even though you're not going to be able to stop anybody, at least you can score. Wow. So, yeah, it's like I said, it's damn near unplayable, and it's really bad because this weekend they had what's called Puma Mania. It's an event where you can get major double, triple, and then quadruple rep, depending on how much you play it. And a lot of streamers have have come out and basically calling 2K out, saying how the game is unplayable, and they're kind of, well, we're working on it. They thought they got it fixed. In the first patch, and it didn't. And basically, what it boils down to is the rendering. Mm-hmm. They're making everything in the the background render in, right? While you're trying to play a fucking sports game, basketball game, and it can't keep up. Mm. Their servers can't keep up to send it out. So what they need to do, and people have brought this up, a lot of streamers, they need to take out all the dumb fucking billboards. Mm-hmm that are always constantly changing, showing different advertisements, put them somewhere else. Don't put them where you're trying to to actually have the games. Because you're not going to really look at them No, anyway. when you're playing a game, you're not fucking sitting there reading the billboards. Put it in like the city center 
where all the shops are, where the big event center is, where the rec center is, where the, the workout facility is. Put it all over there. We don't want to see that when we're sitting there trying to play 3v3 games in the park because, like you said, nobody's paying attention to that. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but most of the time, those billboards are flashing things that are um, the event that's going on or if it's um, like a, a something that's on sale mm-hmm. in one of the stores, like the, when they introduce new clothing lines. And I can't believe I'm actually talking about something this stupid about a basketball game, yeah. but this is what they do. But the sad thing is everything that you see on those billboards if you just hit the little start button, mm-hmm. it pops up on your screen. It's, mm. it's part of the menu. So rather than go to the park and sit there and wait and watch this fucking billboard to see what's what's going on, just hit, start. hit start button. <laughs> it's fucking right there. But no, 2K, in their infinite wisdom, puts that in the park and basically is ruining everybody's experience to to play the game. And on top of all that... They have taken, when I say rep, it's basically the progression you earn for your player, your your reputation. And the better you perform in the game, the, the more rep you get. Hmm. Used to be that they have a mode called rec, the rec center. Mm-hmm. That's where it's five on five organized, like real games, mm-hmm. as opposed to kind of a little more arcadey style 3v3 in the park. Sure. Um, but it used to be if I wanted to go into the rec center and play a game, it, and it takes about 25 minutes or so um, to, to complete a rec game, whereas a park game, usually you can knock a park game out in five minutes, and then in all the intro and outro and everything, you're looking at seven to ten minutes mm-hmm. per park game. But it used to be pretty equal to where if I played a rec game or if I go play two or three park games in the same amount of time, Mm -hmm. I'll get the same amount of rep. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Not anymore. Now you literally have to play like 10 to 15 fucking park games to equal one game of rep. Well, I wonder why they do that. Yeah. I don't know. That's huh. that's another big question going around Twitter. Is like, why are they, A, not really allowing us to enjoy the park experience because you can't play, and B, if for the people that want to be in the what's called the rep race to be the top rep in all of 2K land, mm-hmm. they got to play rec. And most of the time, these people are streamers. Yep. And... The quicker it, games would probably be better to stream, ab- I would imagine. Right? Absolutely. I mean, statistics show that the the people that do sit around and watch these streams don't want to watch Rec. Hmm. It's just not their style. They want to see, like you said, the quick games. Not only that, but a streamer draws his crowd because the, the popular streamers, when they're online, their parks just get flooded with all the people in their stream. Mm-hmm. Because they want to be in the stream, right. and they'll try and they'll play. And streamers have no problem getting games. Mm-hmm. Like there's always somebody who wants to play them because a they either want to be in the stream or b they want a, a chance to say they knocked off a, a big name streamer. But these streamers, first off, they don't want to play park because it's so fucking choppy. Mm-hmm. Second, they don't want to play park because they don't get shit for rep. Mm-hmm. 
So now they're going to go play rec where they're not going to get as many people watching because nobody can join the park and see themselves on the, the player's stream. Right. So while I talked about how much I loved it last time, and for the most part, I, I like where they've gone with it with the build system. There are still some issues, but for a game like that to launch this poorly is pretty sad. Mm. They are so close to having to have nailed it, but the few things that need to be changed are just game breaking and mind blowing that here we are now almost two weeks in and they haven't been addressed yet. Not as bad as Madden. I mean, True. Next Gen Madden hasn't even came out yet. Um, the one plus side you can say about it is that if you bought it on previous gen, you get it on next gen for free. Um, from what I've heard, that's still kind of a ripoff, at least from like their next gen gameplay trailer. I don't know if you saw it or not. I did. I it doesn't really look like much of a difference. Which ironically came out like what two days after you called them out for not not having one. Yeah, figures right. Um. But, like, someone took a still of Christian McCaffrey. His quads, or not his quads. Yeah, his quads. It's like he's fucking Earl Campbell back in the day. Yeah. I didn't see anything as far as, I mean, graphically that blew me away. No. The way that, that 2K did. Yeah. Um, cause, and granted, it was a, a cinematic thing. When you actually get into the games of 2K, it's not that much better than than previous gen. It is better. It is noticeable. It's more fluid, but it's not a whole like yeah. You're not gonna watch me play 2K and think that you're watching you know NBA basketball on TNT. It's exactly. not quite that good. But at least in the trailer, they presented it like mind blowing. Mm. Whereas Madden. I didn't get that. No. I really didn't. No, me neither. I often wonder, like, because I, I kind of feel like graphics, at least for video games, in, until, I don't, who knows what the next next gen will be, PS6 or whatever, and Xbox ZF14, um, who knows what fucking silly <laughs> fucking name they're going to Yeah, I don't get that. I mean, I really, yeah. Just that's, call it the Xbox 4. I agree. It's yeah. I I don't know why they you know we had Xbox, then we had Xbox 360, then we had Xbox One, and the One S, and now the Xbox One Series X, Series S. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just stupid. yeah. Well, I often wonder like, should the games, should developers not put all of their s- sort of stake into graphics now? Like, what if you just had graphics that were previous PS4 gen? And then you could spend more time rendering, you know, gameplay and working on shit like that. Yeah, I mean, at this point, there's not really a whole lot more right. you can do graphically. Yeah. I mean, other than <laughs> to literally have a virtual world where you and I are walking around in the fucking game. It's not, there's only, yeah, they could do a little better lighting here, a little better shading there. and uh, But... Yeah, I would rather see them more more substance mm-hmm. in the games as opposed to you know the beauty of it. I mean, I yeah, I want it to look good, but I'm pretty well, pretty happy with the graphics on 
the old Xbox One X. Yeah. I mean, this, don't get me wrong, Series X looks great, and it's fine. But yeah, use that hardware to make the games bigger and better and, and more realistic as far as movement and fluidity and, and stuff like that. I don't right. necessarily need to see Cause, a trillion colors because it's so pretty. Yeah, you know I, mean, I mean, let me ask you this. If the the park or whatever wasn't a physical park, if it was just a menu and go, pick your, just a menu screen where you just picked your park, pick your rec, pick this, pick the store. Oh, absolutely. That We've talked everything. about it. should be matchmaking. Because once you get, and that's the other problem. Once you get in the game, mm-hmm. when you're in the park, all the other games that are going around you on yeah. the other, you can see them. Yeah. Which is stupid. Yeah. Because the machine has to render all of that, all of right. that movement. And it shouldn't be that way. Yeah. It should, uh, I'll give credit where it's due. Agent Double Zero, who I've mentioned on this before, is a big 2K streamer. And he's been saying this, fuck, since at least 2K18. That as soon as you get into the game and the animation starts where you, they're doing like the team intros, it should just blur out yeah. everything around you mm-hmm. and and let the machine focus on just that court. And you're going to see most of these issues go away. Yeah. Or maybe if you could do something where like if, if you're walking around the park and then someone walks up to the fence of it, then it renders. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, that might if, be a happy medium. I don't know. Well, they've got spots, the got next spots. I would think that maybe you could show those people so that you can at least look over and see, okay, we got a game after this one. But, or, or maybe, like you said, if you're within five or six feet of the park, that you can see that. But I don't need to see what's going on three courts over. Right. You know, I just don't. Right. So, yeah, I, I wish they would go to that kind of system. Yeah. I really do. That rendering issue you're talking about kind of reminds me of uh, an interview. He was a developer on Madden 06 when they jumped to 360, which I, I think is widely believed to be the worst Madden ever made. A big reason why is because they over greatly overestimated how powerful the 360 was, and they talked about how fire extinguishers in the stadium were 3D rendered. <laughs> yeah and they quickly found out like halfway through development oh shit yeah these machines don't do quite what we think they do and right. they had to slave to basically push out a fucking turd and and that's what it was yeah wow all righty uh just another quick glance don't really denver hanging tough with miami all right I didn't even mention it early at the beginning of the show, but uh, hopefully the title will have gotten your attention enough. Oh, yes. And now it's time for True Stories of a Strip Club DJ. With chicks and guns and fire trucks and hookers and drugs and booze. Yeah, yeah. Ah! All the things that make life worth living for. Ah! All right. Are you ready for this? Yes. Always ready. <laughs> All right. Well, we talked about it briefly. Um, what day were we here? I don't remember. It may have been Monday. I'm Mon- not sure. Monday. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Anyway, the age-old question, which is? Is there sex in the champagne room? And what do you think the answer is? No. <laughs> uh, the answer is sometimes. 
All right. Thanks yeah. for that. Yeah, all right. Cool. <laughs> Next no. week we got. <laughs> um. Look, <clears throat> this isn't really a story. This is more of a. Um, I don't know. Documentary. PSA. PSA. The more yes. you know. Yeah. Um. It, does it happen? Yeah. It, it does. I I've seen it. I've experienced it. Oh. <clears throat> um. It basically you sucked off a guy in the champagne room. <laughs> Easy there, um, yeah. It, look, it it happens. I'm uh, and I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that every single girl that gets into the industry does this because it's simply not true. But what I will say, and I think this is a fair assumption, with my experience and with uh, all of the one people that I know. If a girl is in the business long enough, most of them, not all, Mm -hmm. most of them at some point will do something other than dance on somebody for money. Mm. It's give it a taste. It is. It's, I mean, it's, there's an old joke about what's the difference between a stripper and a prostitute. What's that? Time time just give it time events because you never know sometimes rants do it's just a, been a rough few weeks mm-hmm. and the right guy with the fat wallet comes in and it, it happens mm-hmm. i mean it just it does and then on the other side you just have the girls out there who are just freaks and yeah. you know they just Got to imagine that industry is kind of a moth to the flame, I would think. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I mean, again, I there was a girl at one of the clubs I worked at who was pretty, but not like drop dead or anything. Mm-hmm. But man, she made a killing, and it and it was all VIPs, and they were usually the same guys. Mm. So. It doesn't take a genius to know. And I, right. again, I, I I know girls personally that I have worked with that have told me that what goes on. So I know that it happens. Yeah, you're not speaking out of turn here. Yeah, no. I And again, I've kind of had it happen to me. A girl wanted a little yayo, and I happened to, <laughs> <laughs> happened to be having some. So I... You know, she rode me like a show pony, and <laughs> I just had to, you know, hook it up a little bit, and that happens. Um, but this one girl I'm I'm talking about, she would sit there and just VIP after VIP with these people, and there was one night, um, and it was, I don't know, it was near the end of my my shift. I think I was working days, so it was probably around seven. 715 something like that and she comes up and in order for the at this club where i worked at at that time in order to get a vip they had to come to me and pay me and then they could go back because i had to log time and everything so she comes up gives me the money they walk back there i played a song quick question how long is the vip at least at that club uh typically 30 minutes or an hour okay i've seen clubs do 50 15 minute blocks as well. Mm. Um, but usually it's 30 minutes or an hour. Um, 
So this guy comes in. He buys 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Put on a song. Sitting there. And before the song ends. So we're talking less than five minutes. Mm-hmm. I watch the guy walk out of the VIP. Does not fucking go back to his table. Doesn't go to the bed. Just walks out. She comes out shortly thereafter, and I'm just looking at her like, what's uh, that one meme of the kid just like looking around? <laughs> I'm like, what, it, what, what happened? She's like, nothing. I'm like, you were gone for like four and a half minutes. And she just gave me a wink and said, I'm good at my job. I, said, I fucking bet you are. Jesus. Yeah, four and a half minutes. Dude walked in, dropped. 200 and it was like 250 bucks to me and, and like the girl would get i think 60 percent of that and the club got a, a cut as well but literally walked in and gave that to me i don't know if he gave her typically they'll the girls will get a little more on top <laughs> see, <laughs> see what i did there yeah <clears throat> um so yeah it, like literally four and a half minutes the guy that i know of spent over 250 dollars. jesus christ and I, my first thought was, like, how good is she at, A, either sucking dick or jerking off? I mean, I, you wouldn't even have time to so to fuck, really, I wouldn't think. So she must have just <laughs> grapefruit. <laughs> have you seen the grapefruit chick? Yeah. Yeah, that's I, I, it's all I can think of is she just hoovered that motherfucker and called it a day. I, I'd make her try again. <laughs> Well, Four minutes? Yeah, we got 56 minutes uh, left. Yeah, it's like, like I, the scene in The Office where they get the... Do you ever watch The Office? Uh, a little. There's one where they get a, a stripper for, uh, I think it's Phyllis's um, fiance, and she comes in and she starts to dance, and Michael freaks out. And Well, anyway, Dwight puts her to work in The Office. He's like, we paid for three hours of your time. We're going to get three hours <laughs> worth of work. So, yeah, um so anyway, back I mean back to the original uh, point of it. So yeah, there is in fact sex in the champagne room. Now that's not to say you can just go into a club and ask any of them to blow you in the back. You got to kind of feel it out. Sure. And I mean, sometimes I've seen girls just not be fucking secretive about it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I've literally. literally recently uh had a girl come up and basically tell me take me in the vip and we can both get naked and i'm good on that i mean if you're that enthusiastic about telling me that not knowing a a thing about me yeah you're probably not somebody i want to go in the back with right i'm gonna pay for this Uh, yeah different way so if that is your uh ultimate goal when you go to the strip club do a little homework, mm-hmm. you know, feel out the situation, get to know the girl a little bit. Um, the more comfortable she gets with you, if she's that kind of girl, the better, you know, job she's going to do when when you do go back there. Um, unless it's just one of the skeezy bitches that just wants your money and, you know, pretends you're somebody else. Right. Um, but, I mean, let's be honest. Sex workers are out there. Like, Obviously. Um, the fact, profession yeah, for a reason. Yeah, the fact that it's 2020 and it's still illegal is kind of mind blowing, really. Yeah. 
George Carlin said it best probably 30 years ago. Selling is legal. Fucking is legal. <laughs> so why isn't selling fucking legal? Right. You know, I mean, it's... Uh, who's the victim in that crime? And, yeah. I mean, granted, if a bitch has fucking syphilis or AIDS or whatever and she's out there selling dirty pussy, yes. Well, that's it, the thing. Is it, if it's if, legal, if, you if, can relegate... The, or not relegate, regulate Regulate that. it, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you willingly do something like that, knowing that you have something like that, then yeah, your ass should be thrown under the jail. But right. if if you have a service that somebody wants to purchase, regardless of what that service is, and you're not hurting anybody else, I don't see why the why there's a problem. Yeah, I don't get the I mean it's the moral argument. Oh yeah. I it's guess, I mean it goes back to I mean strip clubs whatever. centuries ago. I mean it's like I don't, I don't know if it's just church women that are afraid that their man could just spend a couple hundred bucks or a grand and then go well, fuck someone yeah, else. Yeah, that's. I mean, like, like I said, I, it, it started literally since the fucking beginning of man. Yeah, this this profession has basically existed. I mean, just look throughout history and you can find it. Um, but as far as like our existence generations whatever yeah it's it's the whole sanctity of marriage and all that and oh god he's at strip club so he's you know i don't know maybe barbara if you learned how to suck a dick (laughs) he wouldn't have to go to trixie down at the club to get his knob (laughs) polished um so yeah yeah there is in fact sex in the champagne room just not all the time right um Um, what's say we well Clubs are closed right now. Let's say I just walk into... No, not all of them. I can confirm that uh, one of the clubs... I know one of the clubs, in fact, in Peoria. I won't mention any names. Just, you know, just in case Pritzker's a fan. Uh, (laughs) One of the clubs that we frequent in Peoria... I just gave it away. Yeah. Um, Not really. There's a few there. But they are staying open. Okay. But they have a big outdoor smoking area although it's not very outdoor there's literally windows at the top uh-huh. that but it qualifies as outdoor they're staying open anyway oh, say yeah. you just in a random non-covid related world you walk into a club god that's such a dream right I now. know right um <clears throat> what percentage uh, I don't know how many let's say it's a late night on a Friday uh, how many girls would you say typically are working like in one shift uh like the busiest of nights or just a, a regular night? Just a, it's a Friday night, nothing special, not a holiday or anything like that. At a decent club, I would say on a Friday night, 15 to 20 to start some, depending on where you're at. Like if you're in Vegas or at like a club in fucking Florida, that's why it's said 40, right. but like a club around here on a Friday night, you're looking at, 15, 10, 10 to 15 on a Friday night in the club at the same time. What percentage do you think in that any given night, you know, have a full mouth? <laughs> I don't know how to put it. but um, Let's just say there's 15 girls working. I would probably say that of those 15, 
three or four of them okay. are, are probably what we like to call hard workers. Mm. Okay. Um, depending on what night you, you catch them and, and things of that nature. And, and that's the other thing is if you are a frequent visitor of one of these clubs and you kind of get to know bouncers and bartenders and whatnot, a lot of times they'll point you in the right direction. Once, once it's not something that I would go into the first night and be like, Hey, so which one of these girls will suck my dick? I mean, <laughs> right. uh, that's a, a quick way to get your ass thrown out onto the street. But if you spend any amount of time in a club, they're, they're pretty easy to pick out once you kind of know what to look for. Um, you, you'll see it. The, a lot of sniffling. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, there's that. And I mean, yeah, there's there. And that's the other thing is, is if, if a girl is into that kind of thing and she knows that you're into that kind of thing, the odds greatly increase in your favor. If, mm. if you walk in there carrying, I mean, like I said, it's on more than one occasion happened to me not not always even at the at the club i might uh see one of the girls like out at a club where i'm you know kicking it or whatever and hey you got in yeah let's go up to the parking deck i mean i can take you to a parking deck right now where i've uh explored more than one throat (laughs) (laughs) all right uh last question well, this is actually a story. Um, I remember we went to a club once, and there was a girl working whose name, of course, will not get mentioned. Um, I knew her personally, and we're just shooting the shit, talking. And you ask, like, "Oh, how how much do you like? How well do you usually do?" And she was kind of discouraged, like, and she wasn't an ugly girl at all. And she's like, "Ah, oh, this much, really? You don't have any like regulars or anything like that?" She goes, "No, because I don't suck and fuck." And it's one of those occasions where you think of a joke after the fact, and it's like, "Well, now it's not funny." Should have just asked. Can you point out the ones that do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, and that's the other thing is, is well, a lot of girls will uh, say that about other girls just because they're fucking spiteful, jealous bitches, right? So you can't always take that word for mm-hmm. it, but I mean it's it's look it's a fact it happens it it happens more than the industry would like to admit. I mean we've had several issues right up the road to the north of us here where they've literally been busted, and I work there. I know a lot of girls that work there, I and it's I it's happened while I was there. Girls got caught. Um, I shouldn't have said that kind of narrows it down but i know someone that went there recently but this is post you being gone and everything um they basically described that place as a brothel to be honest with you. oh since it switched over yeah wouldn't be surprised yeah i mean once once a club gets that kind of reputation very hard to shake um and and again i i don't care i mean it, it happens at I would say probably 90% of the clubs across the country, it, it happens. That feels low to me, but... It, it probably is. I'm, yeah. I'm just giving some... There are some clubs that absolutely like don't have the means to do it. But in the same breath, I'm going to say in those clubs, mm-hmm. the girls just take it outside to the hotel or whatever. Right. Like, they'll make their fucking deal... And go meet him down the road at the, you know, 
no tell motel <laughs> and, and make their quick fucking three to five hundred to a thousand dollars depending on who it is but right you know look when when a girl's working in a club and, and i'm working in the club mm-hmm. and i know the kind of traffic that's coming through the club mm-hmm. and i see what you know what her activities are in the club, whether she's giving dances or whatever. Right. And then I see that same girl pulling away in a fucking Mercedes S class or whatever their fucking high dollar one was. Mm -hmm. Not hard to put two and two together. Yeah. I mean, it's a girl that works like four nights a week at best usually asks and and tips out to get off early so she can go to the club living in a fucking four bedroom house with a swimming pool and driving fancy cars yeah you're you're fucking somebody right another question last one um at least i can think of at the moment you you mentioned how for the vips and again this may have been just that one club but is that standard procedure where the club will get a chunk of that and then most of the time yeah okay. they they want their cut I would think so. Yeah, yeah obviously. Um, has typically, I'll just uh, uh, typically what I'll say is a club has their price. Mm-hmm. The, let's just say for a half hour on, you know, and they have specials or whatnot, but let's just say 200 bucks for a half hour. Mm-hmm. The club automatically takes some off the top mm-hmm. and the girl gets the rest. Mm-hmm. And then the girl can then charge a little on top of that. Or a club will just say, our our money is, for a half hour, $150. And I've seen clubs do this. You give us $150, what you make on top of that, we don't fucking care. Mm. So then it becomes kind of a competition between the girls to get those VIPs. Because sometimes they might a girl might do it for a lot cheaper mm-hmm. at first. To kind of get the the traffic mm-hmm. with the promise of, you know, you like what you see, you throw me a little more money and all, 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 yeah, you know, kind of thing. Go. So anyway, go yeah. on. Question is like, I, I'm, how common a practice is it for the club to encourage or be kind of say without saying, hey, you can do that because we get our cut from that. Or is it just we See, don't want to fucking deal with the problems? Yeah, that is a that's that's, that's rare. A, yeah, because okay. they they don't want the uh, risk. The yeah, the risk. But at the same time, I have also seen in in the very same situation that a club it, we don't tolerate that. Meanwhile, the owner on Thursdays is rolling in with all of his golf buddies. And hooking it up, huh? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just hypocritical as fuck, right? But in the public view, yeah, no, we we fire girls like that. No, you fire the girls that you don't like for doing that stuff. The girls that you like that get caught doing that stuff, you just start fucking them, mm. or or pimping them out to your friends. I mean, that's just that's the way it is. All right. Anything else? So there is sex in the champagne. There is, in fact, sex in the champagne. Okay. Not all the time, not all the no, girls. Not all the time, not. and definitely not all, not the, all the girls, not all the clubs, but most 
most of the time, most of the clubs, it, it's it happens every week, if not every day, across this great land of ours. <laughs> um, you just, like I said, got to find that that right girl, catch her at the the right time when you know baby needs a new pair of shoes, and mm. she'll gargle your marble. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. All right, all right, that's gonna wrap it up, folks. We will uh, probably be back midweek, maybe. Why are you looking? Mm, Next day off is tomorrow, so. Yeah, that's not happening. Yeah, I think so. All right, well, we'll be back at some point. Um, Might have Jake come back in here at some point this week and talk about next week's big games. Um, I'm probably going to get on here. If I can't get somebody in here with me, I'll probably be on before Thursday just to to cover the the Thursday stuff, Mm -hmm. including the big Ravens-Steelers rematch. which, if you're looking forward to football on Thanksgiving, kind of rough. Yeah, uh, just sleep in until about six thirty, and then get up and, or actually get up, eat your turkey, take your power nap, then get up about six thirty and watch a real football game because the Thursday day games for Thanksgiving are pretty fucking sad. We have the Lions hosting the Texans, Texans, and we have the Washington football team. Taking on the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. That's so, a perfect game for the the sleep coma The, the nap, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so eat your turkey and then just turn that game on because you'll be asleep in no time because yeah. it's probably going to be pretty fucking boring. Right. Uh, but then get your ass up at 6.30 because, like I said last week, I think it's going to be a bloodbath. Uh, now more, more so than ever because Pittsburgh is undefeated. Baltimore is going to have a bad taste in their mouth from uh, today's win, and they're basically fighting for their playoff lives. So that's going to wrap it up for episode number 31. I am Dees. He's Dylan. We are out of here. Bye-bye. See ya.